Hey guys, welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast here. It's uh, episode 130. We're going to give you a spotlight of the week, which is going to be our top 10 quarterbacks list. And first of all, I want to apologize for not having a show yesterday. We had some things come up and it worked out better to do it today. It's Brian, your host, Craig as well. And Jeff is supposed to be on here, but he's had some technical difficulties. Hopefully he might jump in. Hopefully he does. Because um, it's been a while since we've had a three-man show here, but um, we've got a lot of headlines, a lot of headlines to get into as well. Let's go ahead and jump into it right after this video. There we go. All right, guys, welcome in, welcome in. We have a pretty good show for you today. Um, <laughs> another squeaky toy there, Craig. <laughs> I done took him all away, I thought. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, uh, dog, or Craig's dog is going going to town on his Hey, there's toy. Jeff. You know? Oh, where? Is he in? Yeah. Oh, let's go! There let's he go. is, all right. <laughs> this... This must be the phone view. Is this the phone view, Jeff? This is. <laughs> hey, all right. You sound pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. We thought I was like, well, the sound quality might be terrible, but <laughs> you, you don't sound too bad. All no. right. Well, well, welcome in, Jeff. I'm I'm glad that we're able to have uh, all of us on the show here. It's been a little bit since we've um, had all of us on here. Sorry, I'm playing with this, trying to figure out what's the best. Um, Probably this one. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Jeff jumped on. I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to jump on here, buddy. Um, let me go ahead and take off that so we can see. There we go. That's much better. All right, guys. Well, Jeff, um, it's been a little bit. Good to have you on, brother. Um, we've got the top ten quarterbacks list. That's our spotlight of the week. We're going to give you our top ten quarterbacks going into this season. Um, I'm interested to see what you guys have and how our list may may differ as well. 
And then we got the headlines after that. We've got a plethora of them to get to, but um, <clears throat> we're going to start from 10 to one because it's always interesting and better to do it that way than start off at the top, in my opinion. Um, unless you guys want to start at number one. Do you want to start at number one? I'll let right, you there. It's, yeah, it's whenever, good. whatever you want. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, number 10. We'll start at number 10. Yeah, I let's have, do that. I have Derek Carr number ten. I think um, I think he's overrated. I think he's a pretty solid quarterback. He's he's got Devontae Adams to work with this year. They they have a great wide receiver crew there in in, in Oakland now. Um, the defense is pretty. You know, I think the defense is pretty good. This team is a scary. It can be a scary team. They put it all together. Or they they got a brand new head coach. I'm interested to see how this team goes for, but. I think Derek Carr is a very underrated quarterback, and I got him there at number ten. Um, Craig, what who who do you got in the in the tenth the spot there, buddy? That's actually who I had. Um, you kind of go back and forth between Kyler and and him. Um, I just don't think Kyler misses too many throws, and I think um, with the yards that that uh, he puts up with that Carr puts up. With with what he had, I think having Devonte, he could have a breakout season. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think he's gonna be um, he's gonna be real real. What's the word? He's gonna be blessed this season. The offensive yeah. line holds yeah, if up. They can now protect him if they can got protect a, him. I think he will. A tough a tough division, obviously. Um, if you can get the if you can get uh, Jacobs running back there, is it Jake? That's Jacob. Uh, is it Josh Jacobs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. If if he can if he can get a good running game, they got one of the best tight ends in the league. This team is set up for success with a new offensive coordinator as um, or offensive minded head coach there. Jeff, who do you got at number ten, brother? I'm gonna have to agree. Uh, I don't. I mean, Derek Carr isn't necessarily horrible, and he's definitely not. I wouldn't say elite. Um, so it's kind of that you kind of know what you're going to get with him. Uh, that could bump up this year now that he's got a few more weapons like Greg was talking about, but, uh, you, I, Raiders are very interesting because somehow, some way all the time, uh, they hold a way to rate it up. Crazy. That that that's other than my own division, my divisional team in NFC North. That's the division I'm watching. <laughs> that that is a stacked division, and and that sucks because this team maybe may the year that they actually are going to be able to put something together. But you, you're going to have to win 11 games at least to probably win this division. So yeah, um, it's going to be tough. Well, um, maybe not because I think they all beat up on each other. I don't well, think anybody true, sweeps. True. Nobody's going five and one or six and zero oh in that division. I don't think. Yeah, um, you never know, but yeah, you're you're probably right. Uh, who do you got at number nine, Craig? Uh, this is gonna sound crazy, but I'm gonna go with that. Uh, he just isn't. Uh, I don't think. I think there's other guys that are ahead of him, and and I think he's in the top ten, but I don't think he's he's up as high as as some people will put him. Um, so I I think um he was okay last year. Uh, but but he's not. He's not in your upper echelon, which which a lot of people are. Jeff balanced out, guys. Sorry about that. Um, oh, I'm back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right. Jeff is, excuse me. Jeff is back. Jeff, uh, Craig has Dak Prescott there at number nine. Um, 
what who do you have at number nine? Um, trying to think because I did not get a chance to see the list, so let me. Uh, well, I see when I do these rundowns, and I, I tried to look at it just now, and my phone just like I I got out of the whole thing. Oh, okay. uh, no worries. Well, um, when, when when I do rundowns for the show and we do list, I don't put my list. I don't share my list with you guys because I I want it to be kind of a surprise. Yeah. So um, and, um, I, I, when it comes to number nine. Um, that's so weird because then there's I can't even it's hard to even because these are players that have been playing this year John Watson is possibly suspended so that he's not even in the mix uh, at all no um, no possibility it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm str- um, I struggle because I was like do I put him I, in here I would have to I would have to agree I would have to agree with Craig on that I do think that Interesting. I do think that Dak is is would be nine. He still has a lot to prove, even though he's done a lot. It's just you know it's hard because you know everybody. And this year will be the practice. test without without Amari Cooper. Uh, you're gonna it you're is gonna find yeah, out. and it will be. You know, eventually yeah. the the problem with the thing with Dak is eventually excuses have got to run out. Um, you got to get to a point where at some point you're either good or you're not, or you're okay. Yeah. And yeah, okay, yeah. Either and average okay. Or, you're, or you're elite. Yeah. And, and, and if, he, there if are he goes out and has 5,000 yards. Yeah. There are quarterbacks that are average that have actually done very well. Um, so, you know, I just think that is he in the elite status? It's Is he in the Aaron Rodgers status? It's very difficult to say there, and I would say no. But yeah, no, right Rodgers, now, Mahomes, now that could change this yeah. year. So nine, nine seems about – nine seems fitting. No, no, you know, I could see him, you know, I, I, I could see him there, you know, um, I, I definitely would, I, I, we'll see, we'll see at the end of my list if he even makes the top 10, um, <laughs> oh, stop, so, oh. we'll All see, right, well, we'll Rogers, see. Rogers just went down and put a couple pegs, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go to seven or, I, Rogers I str- gets I, honorable mention. I struggled with, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, Dak is an honorable mention, Dak is not in my oh, top 10. God. Dak is number eleven, and, and I, I I will tell you this. Be- <laughs> I will tell you this be- because of this because of this reason. I when I when Dak came in, I didn't really know much about him. I he played he plays with with great leadership. Um, he has he has. There's really no excuses of why he he is not. They've not won more in Dallas. Last year, the eye test to me. And Ryan Sims will jump on here and give me numbers all day. The eye test to me said something was off. This is his year to prove. This yes, is Dak Prescott's hurt. prove it year. Don't give me. Everyone plays with injuries. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Everybody plays with injuries. He he should have adjusted at some point of his calf hurt throughout halfway through the year. The, the Cowboys offense were was just a struggle at halfway through. It just kind of where did it go? Did we were kind of questioning. Um, your offensive coordinators, like, what, what are we doing here? This is his prove it year for me. And I think it's prove it year for the Dallas Cowboys. It, this is the year. There's there's going to be no more excuses for Dak Prescott, in my opinion. That's just my it, opinion. It, it, it'll be super impressive with the wide receiver career he's got because he's going to be missing Gallup for the first few weeks, and and yeah. I don't think they have anybody. So um, It'll be tough. Dal- be Dal- Dal- Dalton Schultz, did he show up? He thinks he's a top 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Tied in. I, and the other thing also is whether you have top talent or not, we've seen quarterbacks that are great quarterbacks do yeah. things yeah. with no talent whatsoever. Um, Pey- or Peyton Manning did it in Indy for years. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to do it this year. He's done it yeah. a lot. They, <laughs> he's done it a lot in Green Bay. Right. That's yeah. that's the difference here, though, because because this is that, that's a complete different tier. Like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, uh, elite quarterback, whatever, make guys better. And that's my that's my only that's my biggest knock on Dak is I haven't seen him make guys make guys that aren't so good better. But that's he's not an elite quarterback in my opinion. If cause obviously if I don't have him in the top ten, well we'll but, see we'll see with 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 uh, C D Lamb. I think this will be a breakout year for him, uh, yeah. hopefully. And maybe that's maybe this is you know with uh, you know Roger ha- uh, Roger had a connection with um, who was the receiver that left. I'm trying to think Devontae of his name. Adams. Devontae Adams and maybe maybe it's C.D. Lamb and, and Dak. And I think maybe that if if that connection continues to grow, you may have a, a similar situation a little bit. So. You could. I, I think it grows, but then you also got to think about. There's a lot more pressure on Lamb. He's going to be taking double teams because yeah. Amari Cooper's not there. So he his numbers might not be the same. And especially I, I, with no Gallup, you know, the first couple of weeks no they're not going to they're no not going to show any yeah. they're not going to show any of those rookies, uh, you know, any respect. So I mean, yeah. I think uh, Dallas wins this division easily. I, I don't think there's a question. Or the Eagles probably that could could fight for it with the talent that they had, the draft that they had. But I just think this is the Cowboys' division to lose. Um, Let's not get all about the Cowboy talk. This is not the Cowboys uh, talk. This is top <laughs> quarterbacks here. And at number nine, I actually have Lamar Jackson, um, a guy that I don't really think is that great of a quarterback. I think his problem is throwing the football, but he is a quarterback that is hard to stop. You've got to worry about his legs. Um, he is the only quarterback, I think, that you really have to worry about him taking off and running as much as he does, like Michael Beck back in the day but i got lamar jackson there i think it's a fair spot to put him um number eight i number eight i have matthew stafford um he just came off a super bowl i think he's a good quarterback but i think i think at times he costs teams his team losses by throwing horrible interceptions I told you guys in the playoffs last year they were going to lose by him throwing horrible interceptions, and then the 49er guys is able to catch a punt. Um, then that whole, that easy interception, then they probably would have lost that football game. Um, but he's a good quarterback. He's got plenty of talent around him to not succeed, and they're probably going to be really good again this season with Matthew Stafford there at number eight for me. Um, Jeff, who do you got at, at number eight? I'm having a go with Lamar. On this, um, because and and I just I put him just a, a shy above Dak because he does have success in the playoffs. Um, the the problem with Lamar Jackson again, like you stated, is the fact that he does want to be that mobile quarterback first, um, and when he starts to rely on the throw, there it's questionable um, mechanics there that y- you know they have to basically dial up an entire scheme for him. Uh, to to make that work, and, uh, and it's, it it's really really just for... just slightly slightly above Dak, and not by much because it's just because Lamar, I think he's he's 
won a lot. So, I mean, not a championship, but I mean, he has had some success in the playoffs in recent years and um, been to the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. So, I yeah, I think if I had to pick, I would go ahead and put Lamar Jackson in that category at number eight. Right, and, and with a quarterback like Lamar, you're limited on offense, and when a defense kind of figures that out, you're then you got to then you have to think about okay, well, if we're limited on offense already, we got to make some adjustments. It's hard to do so, and they, he has no wide receivers. His wide receivers is best is tight end. They took away Hollywood Brown there, so um, right. And I'll, might... also, also, I mean, I'm trying also taking into account currently um, too, because in a lot of ways. I think that the Cowboys did rely on Zeke for a long time, and it, he's just not the same player um, anymore. And hopefully that may change, but I think they might be more of one-dimensional a little bit this year. And in a lot of ways, Baltimore is in a similar boat with Lamar Jackson being their number one guy. So kind of interesting. But I just, oh, I really give him that edge, just an edge, because he does have that that he goes to the playoffs pretty consistently. So. All right, Craig, who do you got number eight, brother? Stafford. Uh, yeah, same deal with, with the, 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 uh, seems like anytime you get in the clutch, he tries to put the, the ball through the, the needle through the, the, you know, hole and, uh, and, and can really throw some bad, you know, he throws some real good shots, yeah. but, um, you know, just like the one to win the game against the 49ers. I mean, that, that was a dime. He dropped in over the top, but uh, he can also throw some stuff. And you're like, where did, where are we throwing that? So, um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's where I'm going to go with that. Just only because of, I mean, you really start to get it, it just, you're splitting hairs. Yeah. One through seven, you know, um, I mean, I could put him as high as about six uh, or he can eight because they're so the next three are so close right. together. And we, we talked about it uh, last um, before the last season. And we're going to do this actually on Tuesday coming up, Craig. Um, this show coming up on Tuesday is we're going to give you a list um, of guys, guys or coaches who we think have the most pressure on them. And I like to do it every year before football. I like to give my top 10 before football starts. And I, I said Matthew Stafford had the most pressure last year. He had the most pressure to win because it, we gave him kind of um, – we gave him some leniency because he played all his years in Detroit. He, we knew he was a good quarterback. Like he, he had the stats there, but he never won because of Detroit. And we kind of like let, let him off the hook a little bit. So, so he's pressured to win now because – of the team he has, the talent he has, the head coach he has, and he put it together. They did. They won the Super Bowl. So, um, kudos to him for for handling that pressure. But um, so we'll do that on Tuesday. So look forward to that episode, guys. Um, YouTube guys, if you're on YouTube, you can comment, and we will put it on the show. And we like to have the fan comment as much as possible. So uh, please interact with us if you're watching us from YouTube. It doesn't. It doesn't have. I don't think it works on Twitch or Facebook yet, but um, YouTube it definitely does. All right, guys. Well, we're on number seven list here on on the top ten quarterbacks. Um, Jeff, do you have a number seven quarterback you want to give us? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm going with Stafford. We're gonna have some of the same. We're gonna have the same names. Hopefully, right. we'll get a little crazy um, here, but <laughs> mainly because. Um, I think that getting that monkey off his back is probably really huge. Um, that was the first time 
he has been in compelling games in his entire career. Um, as much as that defense, it really the, the defense bailed him out um, oh, a lot in the playoffs for sure. Uh, kind of covered up some of those mistakes, but I think that this year he might. Now that that's over and he does have that Super Bowl win and he has that success and he smelled it, and I I I think that he might fine tune some of those mistakes and I may I can see that he may not uh, make as many this year. I don't think I'm he'll obviously he'll make some, but I just think that getting that monkey off your back is huge. Um, massive, massive for a player. And it's also, I mean, again, football is physical, but it's also mental. Um, and whenever you're in a environment like Detroit, um, <laughs> and you have nothing to play for ever, uh, and you finally have something to play for, he, I could see him just maybe doubting himself and doubting himself. And, and I think this year we may see a huge difference confidence wise in Stafford than we've seen before. I think so. And, and well, you look at this team too. He plays on the most aggressive team. He, this management goes out and they don't care about first round draft picks. They, they go out and replace wide receivers. Odell Beckham jr. Went out. They got, they got uh, uh, Allen Robinson from the bears. They just replaced with a great wide receiver. Um, so that helps. This defense helps. He's set up really well there. And uh, it's kind of hard not to win <laughs> with that team, but, um, and the division got worse. Russell Wilson's gone. The Seattle Seahawks will be nothing this season. Um, we still Drew don't Locke. know. We, yeah, Drew Locke is garbage. We still don't know. Sorry, Jeff. I know he was your quarterback, but no. uh, <laughs> he was not good. Um, you look at the 49ers. Is Jimmy Garoppolo or is, Lance, is uh, Trey Lance starting? I, 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 we have no idea yet kind of what's going on with that with the trade rumors, but um, this is their division. I, I think they win it, but uh, Craig – you want to give us your number seven, brother? Uh, I got or Russell. Russell. Yeah, I got Wilson. Wilson. Uh, yeah, um, he just—I think he's—he's he's had some some rough years the, to finish up Seattle, but I think he's going to go to Denver, and I think he'll be good. But um, with just with the other six guys, I got—I mean, again, we're splitting hairs the next couple yeah. couple spots. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's who I got is Russ. Russ is great. I, I think he has an amazing season this year. Um, he, he's not here for me at number seven. Um, number seven, I have Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert, fantastic. We we There was a rumor that Green Bay tried to trade Aaron Rodgers to the Chargers for Justin Herbert. And um, if we did, then um, we, we might – win another Super Bowl because Justin Herbert is aggressive. He throws a, a pretty downfield football and he's not scared to throw the ball. This guy coming out of college, I watched him in college a little bit. His biggest knock was he, he when he gets pressured, he doesn't do well. And I was like, we'll see. Maybe he's not ready to to start right away. My gosh, he's blown that out of the water. He is aggressive, aggressive. I like this team, the defense, they it sucks that they play in this division because this is another team where you're going, they probably win in, in, in any, in any division they're in except the one they're playing in because they've got four other good teams there. But I, I, I really like Justin Herbert and I think his, his cannon of an arm with this offense and this team is going to be very successful this season. Um, number six, 
Oh, number six. I got Joe Burrow. Joe freaking Burrow. And I almost picked Justin Herbert, number six, but I said no. Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl with being the most sacked quarterback with no offensive line, almost won it. If they hold up Aaron Donald for two more seconds, they win the Super Bowl because uh, Jalen Ramsey was on the ground. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Jamar Chase is right behind him. Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow so much. He's fantastic. And coming off that leg injury last season, he answered the bell. This team looks to be up uh, on their way up and 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 um, not slowing down, man. I, I really like Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, Craig, who do you got at number six, brother? I got Brady. I think uh, Father <laughs> Time is starting to wear low, on him. A little low, but hey. Ah, not with – not with. I mean, you can't <laughs> – I can't put him up there with these guys like Mahomes and and Allen and and uh, you know Herbert and I I just can't. Uh, I mean, I think you're the first I've heard say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is I, fine, I, eh? Oh, that's yeah, I just uh, I mean, back in the day, yes, I, I just don't think now. Um, I think they've lost some talent. He he loses Gronkowski. He he. Um, I just don't think he's going to have the, the season. And um, I think Brady's always been known for pass rush. If he, if he get a little pressure on him, put some stuff in his face, he doesn't do as well. And I think the NFL today is built around pass rush and built around that. And I think he's going to struggle a little bit. I mean, I think they make the playoffs, but I think he's well, going to struggle a little bit. Let me, let me, let me, let me stop you right there because they could, they could go eight, and nine and win that horrible division. <laughs> that especially, division is especially crap. with the so, news that, that yeah. New Orleans just got. Yeah. If that's true. Which we'll talk in the headlines about that. Jeff, what's who's uh who do you got number six, brother? Um I'm gonna dang. I, I'm gonna have to probably go and say Brady. Um I'm probably gonna do the same. Uh Mainly because you know he, he I agree that the, the the game has changed. Brady does not do well under pressure. He never has. Um, there's been countless times where you know Denver beat them, and and it was pressure. Or anytime I've actually seen them lose, usually it's like if they can get pressure on Brady, you you can win the game. Um, unless that's the, that's the game plan when you play well, that. That's how you beat any well any quarterback just about. Well, 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 not always. Yeah, but I mean, Russ, Russ has mobility, and and right. Burrow's got a little mobility, and right. Jackson's got mobility. He has none. Like he, just you can't blitz not... Mahomes. You don't want to blitz Mahomes. Like that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Like you, you Patrick's blitz gonna him, and him and him and him and, and Josh Allen will five swing it. You know, around people. Uh, right. Brady just doesn't do that. But, yeah, Brady doesn't. Once you start getting him, once you start hitting him, then he starts getting frustrated. You know, throwing his helmet, looking at the ref, um, it happens constantly. And so, when that happens, it's I can see that happening this year. And again, they're going to win their division. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but is this is this really him. is this really anything other than a pad year? Pad some of the stats. You know, get up, get up, get some more yardage on his on his little uh, ticket counter and, you know, yep. uh, and, and, and just kind of ride off into the sunset and say, Oh, well now I'm retired, you know, but I don't, I don't know if he's looking at winning a championship this year, because I don't think that's realistic. 
Well, look, I wouldn't think so. Well, look, guys. Okay, I don't want to be on here as the Tom Brady supporter because I don't. I, I'm. I was pissed when he came back. Okay. Um, first of all, Tom Brady only plays to win championships. He's not coming back unless he has an an actual chance to win. This team is still good. They they've got a great defense. They still have an offense. I'm just not count. I'm not counting him out. And he's going to make the playoffs. And Tom Brady in the playoffs performs really well. Um, I, I'm just saying I think it's a little too low. I like it, though. I like it. I just think it's a little too low is all I'm saying. Um, number five. Number five. Um, Jeff, do you want to give us your number five first here? Do you, do you got, who do you got number five, brother? Uh, I'm going to go with Wilson. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him five mainly because I just think that he's now in a new system, new everything. I mean, obviously he's going to be the number one dude running the show on offense. Um, when it comes to trying to figure out what to do with this talent that we have, that's been sitting for two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, wait, <laughs> let's wipe off um, that dust and let's, let's, do Oh my now. God. So the good thing is, is they've been, they've been practicing uh, consistently, even without no mandatory practices. They were just doing it on their own um, consistently for the last month uh, or so. And practicing and, and getting like familiar with each other and everything else. I think they've even gone out on, on like team outings and stuff. Um, I really think I could put them higher, but I decide not to mainly because this is a new team. Um, and if I start getting ahead of myself, then it's like, I'm not being very realistic, you know, That's cause why I put may, him down where I did. Yeah. It, it's a new team. It's a new everything. And uh, I, you know, new when offense. we first, yeah, new offense. When we first got Peyton, we lost the first two games. And I remember people going, oh, well, that's it. You know, and then after that, it took off. Um, so I'm, I'm still just kind of having that, that, that little thing in the back of my mind going, ah, let me, let me wait <laughs> and just make sure. But um, I think it's going to be great overall, whether it happens at the beginning of the year, midway through the year. I do think that this is a good one of the best moves that Broncos have made, and the talent on the team is incredible, and the running back we have is incredible. You, you, even Melvin Gordon, you know, even though it's he's only there for about a year, but you know, all that's a great setup. So I think that relieves a lot more pressure off him as well. The defense, our secondary is really good. Um, you know, so I think that overall he's in a p- great position to to um, thrive. And so maybe next year I would bump them up depending on what, what we see this year. But as of right now, I'm going to, I'm going to keep them there at five. I, I, I totally agree, Jeff. I got Russell Wilson number five as well. And um, he's talented. He, Hey, he's had the mobility. He throws a, a pretty football. And I think people have actually kind of a little bit forgot about Russell Wilson in Seattle in his last couple of years. He was there with a, the, with a the head coach that wanted to run the ball consistently a lot. And um, the fans were like, we got to let this guy throw the ball. And um, so I think he's going there. This team, I've been I've been fighting for the Denver Broncos the last couple of years, arguing with people. This team is set up really well. They have talent. Jerry Judy's been waiting to have a guy to throw the ball to him. Gordon Sutton, Noah Fant, your running back you just drafted, fantastic. Your defense is, is even better. Devontae maybe, Williams, the, yes. uh, oh, the uh, human the, team uh a ping pong ball, <laughs> the human Mack truck. He's a beast. And then you got this defense to suit up really well. And, and Denver's always, 
um, had a really good defense when they when they win championships. They've always had a fantastic defense. They've got these teams. They're missing a quarterback. Um, Russell Wilson's that guy, and I think uh, it's going to be pretty easy for these guys to connect with him. And and Russell Wilson may be higher on the list next year. I, I put him at number five because of all those factors you guys have already named and because his his off years the last couple seasons. But I think he's going to thrive in Denver, and um, it looks one, like the, the future's bright. One, yeah, it is. One interesting note is when they had for the when they had OTAs, they went up against first string defense versus first string offense, and the first throw that Russell Wilson threw, uh, um, Patrick Sertan the second picked him off. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh man. And then they said after that, they the whole offense stayed for an extra hour after that to get on the same page. It was <laughs> like, just. Um, he was getting that out of the way. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. And, and but, I, but, I'm, but I'm glad. I'm glad he's got that Peyton esque style where it's like, no, we're gonna stay an extra hour. Like we're gonna continue working on this, so that doesn't happen anymore. So, but I mean, that shows also how amazing, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Sertan the second is. In, he's incredible. So, yeah, yeah, it was a great it's draft pick uh, that uh, the Cowboys wanted, but y'all, y'all <laughs> snatched away. They, Sorry, they, they they got out of it. They they got they got a good guy out of it. Oh, they got they got they got a great guy that if they just left him to rush the quarterback, he'd be the best pass rusher in the NFL. Uh, but they want to play him as a linebacker as well. Anyways, Craig, well, who's your number five? Uh, I got uh, Joe Burrow. Yes, yes. I just think you know the Super Bowl last year. He's coming back from the knee injury. It could have been an, a down season, and it wasn't. Uh, I think the 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 sky's the limit for this guy. I think him. Uh, he's got the relationship that that one on one with Jamar Chase. He knows where he's going to be, and Chase knows where the ball's going to be, and he's throwing the ball before Chase ever comes out of the cut. And and uh, I just think, um, I you know, I almost could have put him a little higher. So. Um, yeah, that so that's number five. The, the time there, the the time they had in college, they already had that that you know um, chemistry together. So it, it comes yeah. right over the NFL. And when and, and when I think about Joe Burrow, I think about his mental toughness. You got a guy that blew out his knee, literally, just shredded. And I mean, the then, whole thing. Yeah, the next year he's the most sacked quarterback in NFL history to make a Super Bowl. That coming off a knee injury and you're going in, you're getting sacked left and right, it could have messed him up. It could have ruined yeah. him mentally, yeah. but he didn't let that happen, and he still yeah. continued to to get, go to the freaking Super Bowl with the Bengals. So um, I love I love Joe Burrow. Um, number four, I got a guy that's fallen down the list a little bit over the last couple of years. I got Patrick Mahomes. Um, I couldn't take him out of the top five. I couldn't put him at number one or two. I think he's fallen a little bit. The last couple of years, I think defenses have um, continued. My mind. Defenses have, um, re- you know, learned how to kind of slow him down a little bit. He's he lost his best wide receiver uh, on the team, um, so we're going to see this year if he can make other guys better. Um, he's got a great tight end to rely on. He's got one of the best offensive play callers in the NFL. I think he's still a great quarterback. Um, I got him at number four. Um, Jeff, did you said I took yours? Oh, I said you read my mind. I read your mind. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, I got, I think I, we're I, all three going to agree here. <laughs> I, got him, 
I got him at number four. Also, I, I what I saw last year looked like step down. Um, even though they did get to where they were at, I, I think that there were some struggles throughout the season. Um, they, I don't remember if they swept our division or not. I know they swept the Broncos, but I don't remember if they split with the Chargers. Um, I'm pretty sure they probably beat the pants off uh, Raiders. Um, but Throughout the year, I didn't see that greatness that we've seen before, and I don't know what was going on. Um, it just didn't look good. So he reminds me of if I had to compare him with a NBA player, he reminds me of Steph Curry. And I say that because when when he came in, he kind of changed the game a little bit. It was yeah. hell Mary here, hell Mary here, hell Mary there, and and when Steph is on. Steph is on, but when uh, we've seen Steph struggle a couple years, um, what's he's still good, but obviously right. they won the championship this year. But um, I, I don't know, it just popped in my head. I think that's a good comparison with the two guys. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I just you know, if we get another year like that, something's up. I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe the defenses are sort of figuring them out. I'm pretty sure that our my division has figured them out. I don't know if the Raiders have or not. I know the Broncos have played them very close the last couple of years. Uh, actually, the last three times we met them, um, we played them pretty close, and uh, especially that last game. And so, y'all should have won that last game. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then the Chargers. I think the Chargers have gotten used to them too. And I, you know, maybe it, the other people, other teams in the league has also have also figured it out with him of what to do and what not to do. And it's all about if that's happening, how is Andy Reid going to adjust to that? How is he going to adjust the game game plan if they're getting adjusted on as well? So I think it's all about kind of doing that next uh, step in his career of, well, maybe they're figuring out our stuff. Maybe we need to change things up. But the fact that he doesn't have his, his number one weapon, um, is a huge, huge, huge deal. Um, and I think everybody who is a, is a Kansas City fan wanted to pull their hair out that day because it was like that was the last thing they well, wanted. I, I didn't understand letting this guy walk. And, uh, you know. Yeah, it changes the way they play. Um, oh. You can't take the top off the defense anymore. Well, that's, um, the, that's the biggest issue because last year the struggle was that um, Patrick Mahomes isn't patient enough to do those long drives. He's not patient enough to take a 12, 12 drive all the way down um, to score. He likes to do it. He likes to score, score quick and score fast. And, and that's kind of what his struggle was. Now they did, they did go out and they got MVS who from green Bay, who's a burner, but he's not, he's not to retire kill or we would have kept him. Right. He left green Bay cause he drops a lot of passes. Um, so, it, it's it might be we might see Patrick Mahomes struggle a lot this season this year, but I, you know any reading them are working on that. I, I think they're going to be just fine. I do. I think uh, I think they'll compete for the division. I don't think it's uh, something that we're. I don't think people are scared of Patrick Mahomes anymore. Like no. a couple years ago, you didn't want you. Know, you were like, I want nothing to play this guy. Um, and you're th- th- this division, especially the Broncos. And, uh, Broncos went out and they. They they've drafted defense to compete with the passing game of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chargers right. drafted offense to say, "Hey, well, if you're going to put up 45 points, we're going to try and put up 45 points a game." Yeah. So I, I, I like this. This division's the toughest and strongest in the NFL. And uh, but 
And when they, when they and each one and each team in the division made moves to combat each other. And so and the Broncos have been building up that secondary for a while. And 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 we kind of the complete piece was Patrick Tertan. And so, you know, once we got that piece, it was like, hey, go ahead and throw on us. You know, and so it's just I think that that made those games last season closer than they were. And and that really challenged Mahomes a bit because that secondary was on it all every game. And so it's just um, it's interesting because you have the Chargers doing moves in a different direction and the Broncos doing moves in a different direction. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the season plays out. <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> see what division, work. <laughs> this is the division um, going forward, and these are younger guys. I mean, Russell Wilson's the oldest quarterback, but he's not he's not uh, Tom Brady who can't move. So right. it's this division is going to be tough for a while. Um, number three, Craig, who do you have at number three? I got Rodgers. Um, I, I just think that um, he's still he's still in the elite in the elite category, but losing Devontae and not having a whole lot, it's going to make it a little more difficult on him. So, um, understandable, understandable. Craig, uh, Jeff, who do you have at number three? Did I say three? I'm, uh, I'm going to have to agree. Number. I'm going to go with uh, Rodgers. Um, you know, he doesn't knock anything off of him. Uh, he's a great player, arguably one of the best in Packer history. Um, the best quarterback in Packer, Packer history. Uh, Bart Starr, I don't know. No, uh, but... <laughs> Bart Starr was good. Brett Favre was great. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to ever play in Green Bay. Okay. And I, I love Brett Favre, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you don't. Um... <laughs> hold on, hold on here. I love some Brett Favre, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I will say that just because it, the only, the only reason he's knocked just a tad is because, um, they did lose quite a bit of his number, his like, boss is number one dude. Um, now he's playing in Las Vegas and, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see who emerges as his next great favorite target kind Christian, of thing. Christian Watson, hopefully. Yeah. You just saying that because Watson? Well, he's he's a good wide receiver, but um, I can I can I love that we drafted him because I can order a <laughs> I can order a jersey with my last name on it and have it be organic. I don't have to pay extra, customize it, and do all the fancy. Look, there is, yeah, Aaron Rodgers did lose to Vontae Adams, and and logically, I'm going that's going to hurt us. But or ain't no without Devontae Adams, and this actually forces Aaron Rodgers to spread the ball around. And I like that idea because there's been, because Aaron Rodgers spreads the ball around in the regular season. We go 13 and three, we're 13 and four. And then when we get to the playoffs, we lose because he just focuses on Aaron Javante Adams game on the line last season. Go watch the play. Lazar's wide open in the middle of the field and Devon, he throws into triple coverage. Devonte Adams. He missed, he missed when we, when we played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs the year before, he missed Lazard in the end zone because he tried to force the ball. This opens him up to going, okay, I don't have anybody really to throw the ball to. I've got to spread it around, and that may actually help Green Bay. Obviously, losing Devontae, he to me, he's a number one or he's a number one or number two wide receiver in the league. His his getting off the ball is the best in in in, in football. He he made Jalen Ramsey look ridiculous this last offseason. So he will be missed. But 
on the other side, there is that thought that this could actually help Aaron Rodgers because he has to spread that ball around and we got a good running game and a good defense. Uh, I'm excited for the season. Number three, I have Tom Brady. All right, I couldn't take him out of the top three. I know he's not as athletic as the other guys. I cannot go and doubt Tom Brady. He's going to win the division. I think that's why he came back. He was gone for two months. He said, wow, this division's complete trash. I can really walk into the playoffs easily. Let me come back. We can keep the team together. They did make a, a head coaching change. I do believe that's because Tom Brady said, hey, you got if I'm coming back, you got to get this old hag out of here. Um, so we'll see how it works out. I think they're going to win the division. I think they're going to compete and be one of the best teams in the NFC. So I got Tom Brady there. Um, I'm really interested to see at number two and number one. I'm really interested to see who we got um, at number Brett two. Brett Favre, is that what you said? <laughs> um, number two, I have Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a fantastic quarterback. Um who we've literally been able to watch progress in, in um in front of our eyes. This is a guy when he came in, he 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 didn't really have control. He was overthrowing people by 15 yards because he's got a absolute cannon of an arm. And uh, we've seen him where he's able to put touch passes now. He's able to hit those guys. He's plays with a really good team now. The defense, this offense, they've got even some offensive weapons. And um, if their defense holds up for 10 seconds in the, in the playoffs last year, he's going to the Super Bowl. So there's that. This guy is fantastic, young, a beast. He will run you over like like um, Henry, and he will throw he will throw a rocket. Um, he's just a fantastic quarterback there as well um, in the in Buffalo. Number number two, jo, uh, Craig, and I think I know your number one. But who's your number two, Craig? Herbert. Ja, oh, you got uh, that I, high. Oh, he's yeah. Fantastic. I mean, this kid, this kid is just this kid is just amazing. Um, he he's transformed the game and, and I think he just throws the ball on a dime. He throws the ball on a rope. Um, they, they, uh, they're going to win him, some, man. they're going to win impressive. some really, they're going to win a lot of football games this year. And, and uh, I just, I really just love everything about him. Let me give you your number one. Your number one is Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeff, who's your number two? <laughs> yeah, uh, what number Allen two. did last year. Number two is going to be uh, Joe Burrow. Um, okay. I say okay. Joe Burrow because you know um, I want to see him. I want to see him try it. I want to see him do it again. I I think that, an you know, versus obviously versus the number one that I have. Um, you know, I think that he. He had a lot more. I mean, I don't know. I just think that I want to see him do it, do it again. I want to see him get there again. Um, and I don't want it to be this like, oh, maybe this was not, maybe this was a little fluke. I don't know. Um, and we've seen it in the NFL before. So, I mean, we saw it with, you know, other teams and they've won. And then all of a sudden they kind of faded, faded off and everything. I don't think that will happen, but I just want to see, I want to see more of him and I want to see more play out of him. Look, so. Joe Burrow, but, but it doesn't, was, doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't take away because honestly, he could be either or. <laughs> Joe Burrow made me want to go buy a Bengals hat last season and a sure jersey. Enough. I mean, jersey, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm in love with Joe Burrow. I have a man crush. Uh, I ain't gonna even go I was, lie. Man. I was a hundred percent a Bengals fan uh, on the AFC <laughs> Dude, side. When we, yeah, when 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 my team was out in the playoffs, I'm going. 
Let's go to Let's let's just jump on. Yeah, as soon as the, soon as the Cowboys, as soon as the Cowboys lost, I'm like, well, I hope the Bengals win it all. Yeah, let's go. I had no and idea it, that they what, had no idea that was a pot, a thing. Yeah, but yeah, we we went to Pluckers and watched the the yeah. Chiefs and Bengals game. Um, and yeah, it's fantastic. I, I I was like, man, I really want to go buy a Joe Burrow jersey. This guy's just absolute beast, and uh, he, and, he is next. He is next level, and I think he is the next. Gosh phase of the NFL, you know, after, I mean, after, AFC, we, after we've had the home. ridiculous with those guys. Yeah. Oh, we're going to see the shift because it used to be that the NFC was it, but now we're going to see those shifts yeah. uh, over to the AFC if it already hasn't happened. I mean, um, well, number one, I already gave your number one away. Let's talk about uh, your, your Josh Allen here, Craig, since, since we already know what your number one is. Give it, give us why you, you yeah, think I, Josh I, Allen is I just think one. the kid, I just think the kid, he put the work in when he came into the NFL, his footwork was off his, his accuracy was off. I mean, he had the arm that could throw it out of the building, you know, and, and, but everybody said that he couldn't make the throws and whatever. And he took this pandemic year or the off season or whatever he took and went and worked with, um, I think he worked with one of the, uh, car, like, like the, the not David, but there's another, Car yeah, brother, yeah, the third yeah. one. I don't and, know his name, and, but yeah, I know he's talking and about. He and he and he just just changed his whole game and comes back and and uh, I mean the kid is just under pressure. He's just insurmountable. He's just um, he doesn't fade. Nothing phases him. I mean yeah. they could be down. They could be down three scores, and he's just like, yeah, I got it. We'll throw. I'll throw it back in the game. I, I love it when when you can see a guy progress. Yeah, right? and that's what you yeah, want to I mean, see in, in any players. And what you've seen him progress. He was that. He was like that guy on the. Um, I remember the Titans that could throw a ball a mile, but he couldn't make that pitch. And you're like, come on. Um, yeah. We've seen him progress, and everything that every year. That's that's why if you're a, gr- a great player, that's what you do. You you go, what can I work on? And you fix it. And you come in next season, you work on it, and you see that progression. And then you go, okay, well, what do I need to work on? And and when we're talking about progression, we you know Joe Burrow progressed really fast. I wonder what his progression is going to be, and he's already made the Super Bowl. What can we expect of him? But, but Josh Allen's progression has, has been fantastic, um, and I think the Bills are are set up to to take off, um, and they've they've already kind of there. But can they get can they get over the hump to get the Super Bowl? And I think Josh Allen's definitely that guy to 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 lead them there. Um, Jeff, who do you have as your number one quarterback? Oh, Troy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Josh Allen, um, as well. And, uh, I just think that he, the, the game, that game between him and Joe Burrow was one of the most insane playoff games I've ever seen. Um, and I just, he had a lot of heart. He didn't give up the dude. I mean, I think at one point, I don't remember if he got the ball off and just got hammered. Um, but he got right back up and was ready to go again. And, I don't know, man. Are you thinking think, of Are you thinking of uh, him and Patrick Mahomes? Because the, the oh yeah, Patrick, the, yeah, the Chiefs, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, but yeah, like I just think that that was just an incredible, incredible game, uh, because yeah, he just he wouldn't give up, he wouldn't stop, he wouldn't. This dude, he, I mean, it wouldn't even surprise me if like you know he had broken an arm and was still going out, <laughs> and still playing yeah. the game. Um, and so I just think that this dude is ready to go. He's ready to show the, the world. And 
the Bills are legitimate, man. They're going to be a good team. And if there's any team in the AFC that worries me more than anything, it's the Bills. They're going to be there competing at the end. I like their head coach, what he's done with this team. I, I like the defense, uh, this offense, and they're, they're, Josh Allen is set up to um, – And he's and he's not and he's not this like – I don't know. I, it's hard to really say, but he's not this prima donna quarterback. You know, he, he's, he's not this clean cut. Just he's rugged. He, he's, you know, he's the, country strong out there. He's got yeah, to be country he, strong to play there in Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a rough dude. Like, and so I'm just like, this guy's, you know, he's kind of, he kind of reminds me of, you know, just like, I don't know. I mean, just a quarterback that he doesn't care what happens. He could lo- lost a tooth in the game and he probably will still go out there and not even care. He, that, just doesn't, he doesn't give a crap. He's going to do it, yeah. put the team on his back, and it, win games. It's a quarterback that I think could play in any era of football. He could, yeah. he could play when they weren't protected. I could just, this dude he could have played in the 90s. Whenever it was like cut throw and, and, and you know, hits, and there was not any kind of like, oh, you can't touch the quarterback. This dude would have thrived in that era. <laughs> yeah, he would have just – yeah, it, it would have been awesome to see that. Um my number one, I haven't listened to him yet. You know who it is. It's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Oh. Um, it's not because I'm biased. If you're going to give me a top ten list, and Homer. you don't have, and if you don't have Aaron <laughs> Rodgers in the top, in the top, in the top ten, you're that don't know what football is. Look, he's the he's back to back MVPs. He's done fantastic in the regular season. Um, down those cheese curds. Calm down. He's fantastic. Okay, <laughs> this guy, this guy said. Um, Oh, Green Bay, you're going to draft a quarterback to replace me? Well, I'm going to put up back-to-back MVP seasons and make it very awkward around here. Do I like some of the shenanigans? No, but the guy is fantastic. He's in a, the elite of the elite in the NFL, in my opinion, and he's going to put up another – he's going to win another division. We'll see what he does in the playoffs, and uh, that's that's all I got to say. You, you all know of Aaron Rodgers' greatness. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, number, yeah, 12? What, what, number 12? Number uh, 12, what are we talking about? <laughs> Um, well, all right, guys. Well, I knew it was gonna be a long show when we go through lists. It takes a while, and it's we're almost 52 minutes in on just the spotlight of the week. We're gonna jump into the headlines, um, which we got quite a bit. Uh, we might cut some of them out, I don't know if they're noteworthy, but uh, we'll see. We'll see here. Uh, right after this, after I find the little video clip here, there we go. All right, guys, there's been a lot happening in the NBA. Um, it's kind of why I got the background here. We've had the NBA draft. We've had some Kyrie, some very interesting Kyrie Irving information. We're Let's start with the draft, actually, because that happened. And I'm not – look, let me, I'm going to be honest, completely honest with you. I don't follow the NBA draft. I don't know a lot of players coming out. I don't follow college basketball all that well. I'm going to be straight up blunt and honest with you because that's, that's who I am. But Craig – knows knows the draft here and uh he's going to give us a little bit of uh information any anything crazy happened anything um noteworthy of the nfl or the not nfl draft the nba draft that happened oh muted mike muted mike can't hear you other than the order being um 
all thrown out of whack. Uh, Orlando threw everybody a curveball. You know, they had Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith, uh, you know, all week. And then at the last minute, it comes up and they say, you know, that that Woj says they're going to draft Paulo Banchero. And, and uh, I mean, maybe he's a better fit. Uh, I just don't think he's the best the best basketball player in the group, and and yet they take him first. Um, so that kind of threw things out of order. Um, Houston at three, I think, got the best basketball player, and they didn't have to move to get him. Uh, so um, it's nice when it kind of falls in your lap. Yeah, when it falls in your lap like that. Uh, I mean, Detroit at five gets Ivy, and and I mean they didn't have to move. Uh, so um, I, I mean, I think I think if you want to talk about a winner in the draft, then it's the Detroit Pistons. Ivy, they get Ivy, and then they make some trades, um, and and with New York, and they get another guy. Uh, they get their big guy, um, and, and um, I, I just think they got like three players. Well, they and, got a, and Detroit got a great, fantastic player last year. I think they're trying to build around them. Yes, they're so, Kate Cunningham. Uh, yeah. They got their guard, and and now they got Ivy to go with them. Those two in the backcourt, uh, um, or the front court, however you want to call it. Uh, that that amazing uh detroit's gonna make some leaps and bounds in the east um so uh i think they're they're gonna be thing they got the coach from toronto uh that has gone over there and and trying to turn things around and thing so i i believe that that deal um did the was i doing that right with the knicks did did the knicks even pick anybody or did they just uh, get trade trade pick i i think they traded the the pick and and um also, they traded um, – we're just talking about him this morning. Um, uh, Kemba guard, Walker. Uh, Kemba. They, they, they added Kemba Walker in the deal. So, I don't think they, they drafted anybody. I think they went down further – like, went further down the, the board and, and gave Detroit their pick and got Detroit's later pick. Um, and, and put Kemba Walker and, and see the NBA is weird because they drafted the guy in the spot, but then they gave him the rights to him to Detroit. So it's weird because it's not like the NFL where they trade the pick and then, then Dallas or whoever, you know, gets the pick makes the selection. Actually the, the Knicks made the selection and then he'll just go to a, like he put a Knicks hat on and then, and then he'll go to the team. Yeah. It's that's so (laughs) dumb. It's so. Why would you even put the hat on? Yeah. They do that every time. They do that every time. They're like, here's the hat. Yay. And then, and then you see him playing for, Detroit, you're going. What? Did that happen with Luca? Wasn't Luca? Yes, yes, the same yeah. thing. He, he. I remember he him wearing the, a different hat, and I go, the, "What the? the?" He put the Atlanta hat on. Atlanta drafted him, and then gave him the rights to. Yeah, happened with Kobe too, right? They drafted. He was drafted by the Hornets. Yes, the Timberwolves. Then, yeah. You know, and then yeah, Timberwolves, and then he's the L.A. Lakers. Thank goodness. Well, you know, if only he played for the Timberwolves. Wait, yeah, him and yeah, it might be a different story, but um, <laughs> all right. Well, the biggest. Interesting uh, NBA news is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, we talked about it a little bit last week or Tuesday, I believe, that the he's at an impasse with um, the Brooklyn Nets. He wants to get a super max deal. Brooklyn said you paid you played like ten games last year, um, and no, thank you, sir. But he came out with a list that he wants to play. If he can't go there, he wants to go to the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Heat the Dallas Mavericks um, and the 76ers. Um, now the Craig said right before we started the show, basically that everyone's declined except the Lakers. Yeah. 
Yeah, everybody's out. Um, maybe, maybe Miami. Maybe Miami. Maybe Miami might be interested. The Mavericks- but Miami is interested in Durant because it- we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in a second. Don't jump. Don't jump too far. I, I know I didn't put it on there. I want to get that in a second. Now look, I, I thought this was asinine because the Lakers can literally, literally only pay Kyrie Irving six million dollars next season. So <laughs> if he goes there, he's getting paid six million dollars, and he's leaving. He's leaving millions. Now, and I said in my head, I go, no man in their life, person, woman, what doesn't even matter, is leaving that much money off the table. But we're also talking about the craziest, most, one of the most asinine people you ever meet, ever. So I, I could see it happening. I could see him going back and playing LeBron um, for $6 million. And the Lakers with Kyrie Irving and LeBron and street clothes and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> It can't win with that, then then my West, you need to just blow it up. But um, I they'll get that guy fired year one too. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, look, and I go back and forth on this. I'm a newly Mavericks fan. I know. I go back and forth on this. Would y'all, as Mavs fans, let me ask you this question first. Would you take Kyrie Irving? Yes or no? Just give me yes or no, Craig. No. Yes or no? Would you? No, no, he's a cancer everywhere he goes. No. I go back and forth because you're exactly right. This guy's a cancer. He sucks. His personality sucks. He's just crazy. But then I think, man, how can the Mavericks be picky? They've never once in their life been able to get anybody to come here to play. But, so but, but the, it's the bigger forth. picture. It's the longer road. And I think that's the what I, that's what I would look at. Like, See, yeah, currently, like, yeah. whatever. But, I mean, if once he starts poisoning that locker room – yeah, I get that argument, but then I'm like, take the like fix. He's your best option. Yeah, I mean that's just exactly what that's exactly what um, what's his name uh, Rondo did to the Mavericks. He he poisoned that whole locker room, and it took him years to you know. I'm just I I get both arguments. I'm just like, but he's your best option. Look what look what he did to the Nets. Brunson's leaving. And what she said, he's coming back, and then you hear rumors that oh, he's headed to New York because they're gonna. I think that's just a. I think that's just a, a ploy to get more money. I think that's a ploy to get if, more money. If, if if the Mavericks give Brunson a super max, I'm going to lose my crap because he's not worth as. He's not worth it. Not worth. Would you pay Brunson super max, Craig? A super max deal. He's not worth. No, it. but that's what. That's what. I mean, I don't even know if they can, can they? Because I think you're only allowed one, are you it's not? A, it, well, okay, my bad. A max. Would you pay him a max contract? I mean, that's what they're. That's what the Knicks are forcing you to do. They're going to offer him four for a hundred. They're going to force your hand if you want to keep him. That's what you're going to have to do. So either you lose him, or you or you pay well, him. You lose him and you move on. Well, my okay. Does any can they do things kind of like how the NFL does, where it doesn't go against the cap, where you have like incentives? Or does it all go against the cap? I think it all goes. I think you can it spread does. it out, but I think I mean, like, there, I think it just sp- splits. I've never seen like a backloaded like the NFL does, like yeah. the backloaded like, because that's I, why the that's why the Lakers can only give Kyrie six million. Six million like all they have. <laughs> well, and the thing too, what I like the I like about the NBA is they allow teams, um, the teams that drafted a player or the teams that that player is on for so many years, they can offer them the most amount of money to stay. And if so, if Kyrie Irving leaves, any other team 
if he goes to any other team that has the cap space, they still can't offer him as much money as Brooklyn does to, to keep him as to keep him there. I like that about it. But um, the Mavericks are they have literally the worst financial in the in the NBA. They are negative sixty one million dollars in debt, basically. See, and... I don't understand though because the the Warriors are are way over. They just pay the luxury tax. So well, I, I mean, that's I think the it's issue. Because Mark Cuban doesn't want to pay. Cuban doesn't want to yeah. pay it. You know, I don't think they're they're negative money. I just think he doesn't want to pay the south. He doesn't want to pay the luxury tax. He's going to well, have to if he gets Brunson. I'm not negative. I'm not saying they're like bankrupt, but they are like cap space. They are negative sixty one million. Like they are. Let's see how do you, how are you negative sixty one million when when one oh five just keeps giving money giving everybody max deals. How, how are the Rams continue to sign everybody when they apparently have no money? I have give away draft no picks. freaking idea. But that's what they said on one hundred five three the fan the other day. We are literally the worst money cap space in the NBA. And we I'm like the Rams, well, the Rams who are, are we paying? A, the Rams like, are partly owned by a Walton. So Yeah. Yeah. Well I'm like, who are we paying? Because this team's not a championship caliber team right now. Who who well, you're paying, we don't have a number two. Luka. Who are we yeah, paying? You're paying you're paying um Hardaway all that money. Hardaway's contract is through the roof. That's why you can't get rid of him. Did you just roof? <laughs> through the roof. My bad. Anyways, all right. We could get into Dallas Mavericks later on. I just wanted to ask that question. Now, interesting going from this. If Kyrie Irving's Durant's out, there's no way he stays. Kyrie, Ky- now I think he should for his legacy. Show that you can stay somewhere and win a ring without jumping ship. But he's gone. He's uh, Miami has actually been interested in Kevin Durant if he leaves, and I think if he goes to to Miami, that's basically you're joining just. A, how does that work wow. though? Is he he's not a free agent, so he's gonna de- just demand a trade? Well, yeah, the NBA they can, I mean, they can get out whatever they want, right? Well, I, I mean, they yeah, they, I mean, they have all the power is, yeah. in the in the yeah. and they they just Crazy. force their way out. And could you imagine? And you kind of you brought this up the other day. Ben Simmons goes there, and there he goes yeah. there and has nobody to play with. Yeah, goes to play with Durant, goes to play with Durant and, and Kyrie, and then shows up and goes, "Hey guys, I'm healthy." Oh, oh, where'd you guys go? Oh, that I'm gonna yeah. laugh my butt off because I yeah. can't stand that guy. So I yeah. just can't, can't stand that guy. But Street Clothes Junior, Street Clothes Junior. Um, his is more, I think, mental. Um, we yeah, talking about Zion Williams? Okay. Zion Williams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's dude. a guy that's he's gonna be the to biggest. Get a max deal. He's, he's gonna be the biggest. Deal. He's gonna be the biggest bust in NBA history. That guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kyrie is not wanted by anybody apparently, and 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 uh, except the Lakers will take him. And um, I had a dream, interesting. I had a, after I left being a Lakers fan and became a Mavericks fan, I had a dream w- one night that the Lakers made a fantastic trade, got somebody big, and won the championship the next year. And I was pissed because <laughs> I jumped off. The, the, and I and I, I I just laughed at it and and if they get Kyrie Irving I think that puts them favorite in in the West but that's neither here nor there I guess. Um, do we have any more NBA news? I think that was basically it on the NBA front line, the draft and the yeah. Kyrie craziness. We don't know where he's going to go. Um, let's jump into some football here, and we have I guess we'll go ahead and get the sad, very sad news out of the way. Baltimore's had a tough week, guys. My gosh, say your prayers for the Baltimore Ravens. They've lost um, Tony Siragusa, has passed away at age 55. Great, fantastic football player for him. Um, won Super Bowl. He was also a sideline analyst, and he was a 
more of a, I, I wouldn't say a, a, a character, not in a bad way, but he was a character. Um, he was the guy that, that brought the comedy to the set and uh, a big personality and was just funny. And they've actually played a, um, on the radio the other day, they played a, a clip where he, he talks about his dad passed away at 41 or 42, like real early in life of a heart attack, bigger guy, just like Tony was. And they asked him about, you know, do you asked about his dad and like, do you have, a, do you have a fear of that? Like that, you know, and he just, his mindset was, Hey, if I die tomorrow, you know, he's told his wife, if I die tomorrow, put a smile on your face. You know, I lived a good life. It is what it is, you know, and type thing. And he died at 55. I think I, I, I'm not sure if it was the same thing. I think his dad died of a heart attack. I think, I don't know if he died of the same, but uh, very sad news. And then they lose a 26 year old linebacker, Jalen Ferguson. Um, 26 is uh, way too young to pass away. We still don't know yet why he passed away. And, and just a sad, tough week for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, when I heard about Saragusa, I mean, I still hadn't heard about the rookie and why, the, you know, uh, what happened with all that. They said um, no foul play on him is all we've, all we've really kind of found out. But um, Yeah, and then and then Saragusa, I believe, is is probably like a sleep apnea, yeah. Reggie White type deal, maybe a heart attack, you know, but but um, it was probably a weight issue. Um, these guys are just – they. Massive. so big in the NFL yeah. and, and, um, you know, so, so yeah, um, it makes you think though, that, that if you have those type of issues, uh, you, you, you want to run to the doctor and, and get them fixed because, um, man, that's just, you never crazy. know, man. You never know. You don't. Um, you could, you could cross the street tomorrow and get hit by a car. You could live to be yeah. 102. You have no idea. Yeah. Um, so time so, is precious. Um, yeah, so I mean that's a very, very, are. very rough day for that organization. Um, in, in a in a very one of the one of the better run organizations, you know, um, yeah. you don't hear a lot of complaints coming out of Baltimore. Um, on on how management is, they take care of their players, they pay the guys, they they are always there. Um, they're one of the most well run drafted, you know, the top the. The, the, the GMs and the head coach, there's no bickering between ownership and, and management. And, and um, so it is a real sad day. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, I was surprised when I saw, yeah. uh, when I saw that news. So, uh, you know, heart goes out to hit their families and, and that organization. Cause um, that's a lot. So hopefully they do some kind of commemorative something. Uh, this year, I'm sure. Hopefully, they can put the numbers. I know numbers, that the yeah. NFL gets real weird, real weird about that putting the numbers on the jerseys, but I think they'll let them. Yeah, or yeah, the helmet. We've you know, that, yeah, we've seen that before. I think they will, and um, just crazy, uh, crazy news. But we also have some interesting news out of the NFL. Um, Daniel Snyder. And more controversy continues to stay in controversy. I hope he has to sell the team. Um, the House I Committee. That, I think that wish is coming very soon. Yes, and that's good for the. That's uh, about to say Redskins, but uh, whatever you want to call them, Washington Football Team. Commanders. The, the Commanders is the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Um, 
Good news for hey, them. Maybe, maybe this is Bezos' time to buy a team. Bad, yeah, could be bad news. Uh, bad yeah. news. Bad news for the the NFC East because that means someone might come in and actually be competent enough to put a good team together. Yeah. But the House Committee says Daniel Snyder conducted a shadow investigation, the very findings of an official probe. Anytime you hear somebody um, doing an internal investigation, you're like, okay, what's going to come of this? They said that Daniel Snyder. Um, bullied people uh they, he basically yeah. uh, you know just basically was the big bully in there and 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 said oh we didn't we found no wrongdoing well yeah because everyone's scared of you um yeah. well, so, that whole organization's poorly ran with the sexual assault oh. or sexual um misconduct in the front office and and the women walking up the glass staircase and and um I mean that thing is just it's oh, it's a dumpster yeah. fire. And, and it's he, a dumpster it's, fire. It's a du- complete dumpster and he's fire. Ring, he's running it. He's running. Yeah, exactly right. And he and he's the reason it is why it is. And he he actually didn't he didn't uh, he said I'm out of town. I can't I can't be there for yeah. the meeting. Yeah, even though even though you got Skype on the computer, I don't know. But he's yeah. actually been Sabina and forced. He'll be forced to sit before uh, these investigations and answer for his wrongdoings. Roger Goodell bringing that up actually. Uh, was there the other day, and he says they asked him, "Why, you know, what are you doing about this?" Could, you know, and he says, "I have no power, no authority," which he doesn't, unfortunately, to overthrow and make him sell his team. Uh, yeah. But I think we're headed for him selling this team, and that's great news for the team. Finally, that's bad news for the Cowboys and the NFC East because you want this guy to remain to ruin this organization. Yeah. But him and um, his wife—he just turned everything oh, over yeah. to his wife when he thought which, the. Which, the- which he's going to be in her pocket. I mean, the pocket. Yeah, that, which so means he's still in control. He's it just, still in control. It was, it was just the way of it, you know. Um, Jeff, you got any any say or any any more comments on the uh, the Washington Commanders debacle of an organization? I mean, I think eventually they'll be forced to sell, and it seems like there's a lot of people willing to put some money up for some teams, and then the Broncos were sold, and I think this yeah. team will also probably be sold, and they'll probably get. Five billion dollar. I mean, something. I'm yeah. sure it's going to be yeah. worth a lot. So oh. um, it'll be a bidding war, and that'll take. I'm not sure we'll see it this year, this season, but it may even go throughout the season and all that kind of stuff. So that's just going to be a big mess. But that <laughs> that organization needs um, a purging for for a long. <laughs> for, it's been a long time coming with this. It's it's been pretty bad there, and this is kind of why. I like that Green Bay doesn't have an owner. They don't have a they don't have an owner because you could get someone like this and completely run your organization to the ground, and you, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, you can get a guy, huh? Brian's part owner of the Packers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I wish. I, if, I would I would have spent three hundred bucks on it if it did something for me, but it, I, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't do that. It, it's just a piece of paper. Um, it, well, there's a bunch of Dallas Cowboy fans that are stuck with an owner they don't like. So huh? not that he's uh that not that he's Daniel Snyder, but um you know, he's, they're stuck there. Yeah. Um and then they, they gotta wonder about is his son gonna be any better? It's gonna be the same. Yeah, they it's call not gonna change even when Jerry the, goes away. What, what's his nickname? Uh, Mr. Cap Mr. Cap Space. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. Um we've got some other football news, but it's a little bit of college football news. Arch Manning. This this was shocking um, because if you're the kid that just transferred there, you're mad. Well, let me you're let me upset. get it out. Let me get it out first. 
because there are probably people that haven't heard it. Probably like, what are you talking about? Which I don't know. You must be living in Rock and heard it. Yeah. But Arch Manning has committed to the Texas Longhorns, and actually, though that was the favorite for where him to go, like over the odds. But they are stacked at quarterback position. Yeah. They are stacked. They just drafted the the best quarterback in the draft. Uh, or not drafted, I say drafted. number they one got, they, prospect they, or commitment. Yeah, they got know? they got the number one commitment, and this Arch Arch Manning's the number one as well, and he's coming there not this season, but next year. There's rumors of him red shirting it, um, which means that'll give the quarterback. Uh, what's what's the other quarterback's name? I don't even know his name. Uh, I, I read it. It's it's a kid who just transferred in from a different school because he, he the same thing happened to him. Yeah. Is he was sitting there and waiting in line, and then somebody jumped him in line. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go play over here." So he goes to play for Texas, and they're they promise him the now, world. And yeah. and then then Arch Manning comes in. So. Well, they say they say that when when Arch Manning was there, that he was he was he was at the hip with with Arch Manning and wanted him to come there and like. It was a you know shows great leadership because most people be like, bro, don't come here. It sucks. Get out of here. I want to play, but we'll see what happens. I mean, it's always good to have a plethora of quarterbacks. You just gotta make sure you choose the right one. And Arch Manning is picked to be the next Manning, right? A yeah, lot of weight. They on, said he could be the best of them. Is yeah. what it, is what I read. He he looks fancy. His his tape looks fantastic. I yeah. mean, uh, I now, can't now say imagine, about the imagine if the quarterback that's ahead of him is a. A breeze or like a, a Roethlisberger. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, when when if Arch Manning doesn't redshirt, Arch Manning is probably the guy. Uh, he's got the not oh, all not so not only the talent, and I'm not saying the other guy's not talented, but with that name, yeah, you're gonna put him in. Yeah, you're gonna get more eyes. You're gonna get more. You would viewers. catch. You would catch Jimbo Fisher. Would I mean, uh, not Jimbo Fisher. Um, the guy that's you're, you're bad with names today. They just um, got a new head Tom, coach. Tom, Tom, or whatever. Oh, yeah, they did get a new coach. You want to look that up real quick? Yeah. Um, he I would mean, be why, why didn't he? Why didn't he go to Tennessee? I don't know. Or Ole Miss? <laughs> I, I think he. Well, he doesn't want to follow those footsteps. Like, like Peyton yeah, Manning Sarkeesian didn't go to there. Sarkeesian. Uh, Peyton Manning didn't go to Ole Miss because he didn't want to follow in his dad's footsteps. Right? He didn't want to have to carry that legacy. Now yeah. Eli Manning did, but there was enough time in between where. Eli Manning, it really, he really wasn't brought up back to Arch, and and interesting, yeah, they've kept been this, twenty years since yeah Eli they, was there. They, they've kept this guy in, um, they've kept Arch Manning from social media. They've kept him out of the spotlight. That was his first Twitter, his first tweet of all time was "I've committed to Texas." So pretty awesome, pretty interesting. Um, he didn't want to go to the TCU. No TCU. Come on. I wish I would be jumping. Up. I mean, TCU would lose their minds um, if if he <laughs> yeah. went there. They, I mean, I'd be like, man, we're going to the national championship, guys. My thing is, is will they win? Does this bring them a national championship? Texas is not my first choice of coaches, so I in don't my know. in my opinion, Texas is the Dallas Cowboys of oh yeah the of yeah, the they struggled for a long a, time. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. <laughs> And they don't put it together. And now they're joining the SEC, where they've got to put it together because the SEC is dominated. The SEC owns national or the NCAA football. They own it. They run the show. Everyone else is living in it. Everyone's kind of jumping to SEC except Lincoln Riley. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> that's the, he wanted out of the SEC. He wanted out of the SEC. Little, anyways. But <laughs> uh, 
Well, so but, I'm but interested to see. why didn't why didn't he go for one of the top teams, LSU? Uh, I, I, he he, you know, he could have. I I I honestly I respect this move. I think he wants that pressure on him. He wants that pressure of I could be the next guy to take the Longhorns to the national championship. Um, I, I like the move. I, 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 if he went to Alabama, I would have probably vomited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. So I, I'm glad he went somewhere that, that they have talent and they, they're a well-known organization. Um, but can he put it together? And, 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 and um, we're going to find out. And I, I, I like the move from him. Um, I'm not, I, I do. I think it's going to be lead to a national championship. I don't know. I think it's going to be, they're going to be in the hunt every year for it when he gets there. But like I said, they got to put it together. The only, the only other um, overhyped team, well, not the only other other team, but Notre Dame is overhyped than an MFer. And my gosh, they don't they don't ever win championships. But now, are we going to get to see him in the new NCAA football game? Yeah, I think it comes so. out in twenty twenty three, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they were talking about putting him on the cover. I go, he he hasn't, he won't play a one game. He can't God. put him on the cover yet. Let, <laughs> let's calm down there a little bit, guys. <laughs> I mean, look, Jesus, let you know he, he if he comes in, he's a, he's the next Peyton Manning. Fantastic, but yeah, um, that's a lot of shoes to fill. That is a lot of pressure on a kid, though. Yeah, um, he feel he, he he look. He has all the attributes. He has the arm, the the the, the head, the, the athletic <laughs> ability. The forehead. The forehead. <laughs> oh man, I was thinking his smarts, but the brains, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> to to throw the ball over the all over the field, and he looks. His tape is amazing, but um, that's good news for Texas. Um, bad news for Oklahoma. Good luck competing against that guy twice a year after your coach left and took your quarterback with him. But um, well, the only other news I got is the the Lightning win. Lightning win in Game Five, a close game down to the third quarter that they put a goal in with like five minutes left, and they stay alive. This this hot this series could get interesting. Tampa Bay go back to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's great yeah. at home. Um, this could go to Game Seven. This is interesting because when I watched the first two games, I said, "Wow, Colorado is on a different planet, and Tampa Bay is going to get run off the ice." But they fought back. They played really well home. One, they one played game. really well last night. Uh, yeah. They played really well. The one of the goals was a cheap deal because they called a, a terrible icing call and put the puck down in Colorado's end, and Colorado takes it and scores off the faceoff, and and that goal should have never happened. And the second goal was actually off the Lightning skate and went right through his legs. It went. They mm. were they were jockeying in front of the net, and it goes off the the um his his skate and goes under the. Um, Vasilevsky. Um, and so, um, uh, I, I think, I think it goes to game seven. I really do. I think this is, it's, it's so weird. Cause when you get into the, the finals and you get into, I mean, and no matter what sport it is, whether it's football, baseball, you're going to get these weird bounces. You're going to get these weird, like, Oh, that was a weird goal. What the, and it's, these guys are really good, man. Like, and so they're, you know, there's going to be those awkwardness. There was a couple of times where some of those shots were so close, and and it's just yeah. incredible to see how close one these went shots right behind hit. Vasilevsky across the whole crease, like like oh. almost even with the line, uh, yeah, and 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 missed the goal. I mean, the guy was on a breakaway. It was a terrible turnover by the Lightning. The guy comes in by himself and and deeps yeah. Vasilevsky, and Vasilevsky's going the other way, and he and he misses the net, and he's like behind the net, like how did I miss that? Like he just he just. I think, you know, 
I, in, I mean, any, I love watching stuff like that. In any sport, uh, when you win a championship, you kind of have to have that luck on your side. A bounce oh, here, yeah. a, a, a missed tackle yeah. there. A and Vasilevsky, before last night, had let, one, well, let up one goal in nine elimination games. One. Not one per game. Yeah. One in nine mm-hmm. elimination games. So I think, I mean, when it comes backs against the wall, that guy plays out of if, his mind. So if he keeps that I, up, I'm they, 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 they might. Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, I mean, it, on their side. I think it goes to game seven. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Cause it, from what I can, from Colorado seems to try to adjust, you know, when they, when something's going wrong, like they got blown out the, the game before and so yeah, this I don't was know a why they changed what they were doing i mean yeah instead of just going downhill and keep firing the puck oh and they uh, and i think, they, I think changing that, they look like yeah. a completely different team i mean look, I, look like yeah. the lightning couldn't keep up with them and i i do i do think that they're gonna put more pressure on that goalie i think you're gonna see a lot more shots coming from colorado uh going into this next game they're gonna be firing constantly on him and when it's hockey, all it takes is a little squeeze here, a little, you know, oh, he didn't I mean, cross his like legs. He didn't cross his when, legs when or, or get down and block. Do nothing, but then they challenge the offsides and they take that goal away. And then yeah. because you challenge, you get a penalty. So that puts the lightning on a power play. It changed right. the whole dynamic of the game. It shifted right. it all back to Tampa side. Wait, I can, when you- yeah, I could see it. I mean, I could see it to where it's close in game. Um, in uh in game six and 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 maybe Colorado wins, but it I could see them tied going into overtime just like they did before, um and then whoever you know goes to that. But a game if it goes to game seven, I don't know what that the heck. Building, that building was rocking last night. It's 50-50 oh, one flip because game seven will be in Colorado. Yeah, yes. dude. That, oh. And Colorado, uh, they haven't won since two thousand one. When when uh, that's like that last time I really was into hockey. That was their first in, year, like, I think. In, I guess. Joe, Joe Sackick and all them guys. Oh, they, yeah, uh, Patrick. Patrick Porter, yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh man, he was fantastic. Now, so let me, let um, me ask yes. you. A, let me ask you. Go back to that question here, real quick. If you challenge in hockey, you, your team goes on a penalty. If you lose the challenge, yes. Okay. If you get the challenge right, then it. then you're fine. Okay. If you yeah. win it, but but if you challenge it, saying saying yeah, my okay. guy was not offsides, you know, and then he was or or whatever. If they reverse the call, yeah, then the team that challenges, okay. the team I like that, that loses the challenge. I like goes that. on the power. Play. I like that. Yeah, so, I think the, the NFL should do them that. from yeah. Oh, NFL should that should be a 15 yard <laughs> penalty. You challenge it, it didn't happen. Yeah, it, it'll, <laughs> it'll 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 yeah, it'll, it'll lessen it down. I like that. Um, or put it, or put that in baseball and remove the outfield. It's like, well, for yeah. one pitch, the outfield's out. <laughs> one pitch. Oh, okay. Although, yeah, you, you're you're down a center fielder. We gotta we gotta play the outfield with two two. Um, speaking of the outfield, let's. I'm gonna talk about a trade real quick that happened between our two teams. Craig uh, Willie Calhoun gets sent to the San Francisco Giants for Dur. Who is it? Who we get? Uh, Steven Duggard. Uh, he's a Steven Duggard. You guys made out on this trade a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Duggard is a, an outfielder. We just don't have room for, um, we've got Jack Peterson. We've got Yastrzemski. We've got all these guys and he just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Uh, I think he got in the doghouse, um, with the coaching staff and just never really made it out. He doesn't have a lot of pop. He'll hit you five or 10 homers a year, but, uh, he's lightning quick. He's got a, cannon for an arm uh you can track down anything in center field we and need. um 
<laughs> we need a center you know, fielder. So unless you know, yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna make out on that deal. Um, I like I like the deal. We got rid of a he guy. He's out of options, basically, kind of like Calhoun. He's been up and down and up and down and up and down. Yeah. And so, well, um, yeah, we had no. Know, I don't know Calhoun. I don't know if I like that move or not. Uh, he kind of seems like a head case, but we'll see. I would say <laughs> I, I would not like that move. And um, the, when we got the guy, I said okay, this the, you told me about him. I go, I kind of like the move because Calhoun was a guy that showed promise. And then he got hit in the jaw with a, with a fastball and broke his jaw, um, mentally messed him up, but he's never been the same. And when we, we put him back in the lineup, we sent him up and we sent him down and we sent him up and we sent him down. And we have guys that are come, young guys that are coming in, they're playing way better than him. And he, and we sent him down again. He said, okay, to trade me. He actually said, I want to trade. That's why we traded him. So the guy we're getting is a guy that we, we need a center fielder. Um, we Adolis is fantastic, but he makes a lot of bone. I mean, he makes some fantastic grabs, but he I've seen him make some plays. And I'm like, in the outfield, like, what was that, dude? <laughs> Nelson what Cruz out last on? night on a rope. Oh, dude, he's fantastic. I I love yeah. the guy. I I saw him one time um, make a really bad play on the ball. I'm like, that looked like you don't play center field at all. But he makes some fantastic plays. He made he's good with the bat, and he has a fantastic arm. You don't want to run on him. Um, but uh, I, I like that we got rid of Calhoun just because he never really – and maybe he'll go there and maybe a complete different guy for you. You know, sometimes the change of scenery will do that, but I liked it. All right, guys, well, we're getting really long in this episode. It's an hour and a half just about right now. It is that time we ask at the end of the episode. Let's let's talk to Jeff here first. What's in your locker, Jeff, since we you haven't been on in a little bit? So what's in your locker, brother? Uh, work, work, and more work. Um, that's basically what has been going on. We feel you on that, on that note. (laughs) Um, busy, uh, helping my mom out, you know, with stuff here and there. I, we went over last, when I went over there last weekend and my wife was over there for a week before that. And, uh, so I went over there and spent the weekend with my mom and her. And then we came back home and, but on Saturday, last Saturday, Helped my grandfather move a fridge into into a truck bed that he needed to get to his property, and so that was interesting. Going down that steep, you remember how steep? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes. Uh, Oh, yes. It's an extremely steep driveway. Uh, So helped him with that. Um, My mom needed a tree planted. Helped her with that. They've got some nice land out there, man. They have some really nice land. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, we did, we did all that and, uh, grandparents visited with them for a little bit and grilled out and, uh, just kind of enjoyed it. And then been working, uh, f- you know, paying attention to the hockey, which is kind of everybody in my work is a hockey fan. So they're all like going insane. Um, every week, <laughs> uh, everybody has like their Av shirts and stuff on Fridays. So they're they're all like geared up every week to hopefully win something. There's a guy that actually in my department who lives right across from Ball Arena, so he gets to hear. There's a <laughs> he gets to hear all the people and and they'll do the watch parties and he hears them yelling and <laughs> he's like I don't even have to watch the game I just hear them scream I know they scored. Um, so that's kind of cool. You can hear the horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apartment so, shake. <laughs> yeah. So Say yeah, it. we, so I've been, be <laughs> <laughs> been paying attention to that more, um, 
which is interesting. I haven't really watched hockey in a long time, but this is, these are kind of cool. I've watched this series since the beginning. So, uh, especially in the finals and it's, uh, pretty interesting, you know, to, to watch. I haven't watched it in so long. So it's Me neither. Cool. I, I, I've gotten back into it this uh, little in the playoffs, and I'm, I'm going to get back and uh, start it next season and, and kind of keep up. Yeah. With the, the Dallas Stars is my team, and uh, well, I was a I was a Dallas Stars kid growing up, but um, I kind of fell out of it. But th- but man, ho- going to a hockey game will have you a, a hockey be a hockey fan. That the the it is by far the most electric f- game when you go, and it just be a regular season game. It's not even got to be playoffs. Um, and it's, it's you were, you were a Fort Worth Brahma's fan, weren't you? (laughs) I've been to some Brahma's games and you know what changed that? You know what changed that? I went to one, I went to a Dallas stars game. And when I went back to the Brahma's game, I was like, I just can't watch this. It's so bad (laughs) compared to, compared to the stars and and the the speed they play at. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't go. So, so been watching that, um, I'm starting to pay more attention to baseball now that it's kind of getting interesting with the Yankees. Now your guy got paid without arbitration. Yeah, they voided arbitration, <laughs> which is great. They're going to have to pay him. Um, yeah. You know, so that's something million dollar contracts coming. Bro. It's going to be massive, dude. Yeah. Um, that's what she said. So yeah, I've been paying attention to that. Freaking lost the Astros last night. Pissed me off. The cheaters. But piece of crap. Uh, and Burlander <laughs> just won't stop I'm getting annoyed. Um, <laughs> There's gonna be something, Craig. We talked about this. Verlander goes there. God. He's 50 years old, and he's about God. to win a Cy Young. How in the world? <laughs> after Tommy John, after Tommy John surgery, somebody so. he's got a mechanical arm. Something's going on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh. But yeah. I've been. You know. Hopefully, we can win this series. I think there's two more games left, and hopefully, we can win the series with Houston. That was my biggest thing. Someone asked me, they're like, "When are you gonna take it serious?" So I'm like, "When we beat Houston." And they're like, "Okay." I was like, because we've beaten everybody else. So we can beat Houston. I think we're good. Well, they didn't um, cheat. They didn't cheat. You might have won a World Series that year, but you know, that's, that's here or there. Um, I'm never, I'm never so, letting that go. I'm I'm gonna be petty. About oh that no, the, they still get booed, dude. You still I hear the I hear the game and and it's still and as soon as Altuve comes up, they boo him. I'm like, God. Um, but yeah, so it, it's you know, I've been paying attention to that more. Um, I will take it more seriously if this continues. This winning stuff continues. Right, right up until All Star break, the trade deadline era area, and then that's when I'm like, okay, this is legitimate. We're actually going to do something here. Um, so that's exciting. Um, other than that, waiting for football. I want to see. I'm just ready for the freaking preseason, man. I just want to see some of these. I want to see Wilson out there throwing. So, um, I'm just curious about that. I know that they're practicing close to where I work. Um, so, but they said people at my work, so you can just go out there. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, just, uh, filling out, ready for the 4th of July weekend. I have a day off on Monday, so getting excited for that. Must be nice. That must be nice. <sighs> we don't get those here, uh, at Waste Connections. <laughs> I'm no surprised less. though. I'm surprised you guys don't have that. I mean, I don't know. Christmas and Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah, so. and Christmas. That's it, brother man. We work. We work all. Yeah. <laughs> trash other don't that, stop. Yeah. Other than that, um, nothing much outside of what I talked about. What's going on in your locker, Craig? I uh, well, we got a little barbecue this afternoon for the guys at work. Uh, me and yeah, Brian buddy. are going to go uh, 
defend the cornhole championship belts that we have. Yes, we and, uh, and uh, <laughs> that's about it. Um, work has been crazy. Uh, we're finally starting to get staff back up and uh, I'm ready for that. But uh, that's about it. Just uh, this barbecue and uh, hang out with some guys and try to dodge the sun. And that's about it. Just, just like just like with uh with bowling, you when you have your custom, you know, your custom ball. Yeah. Brian, you gotta bring your custom, custom boards and brother, they, 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 the they already <laughs> low they already in the car, brother man. Yeah. So uh yeah, we podcast, to podcast promote that. Yeah, stuff. it's podcast cornhole, cornhole. Um yeah, right, so we, I'm gonna have to jump off here. Uh these dogs are going nuts and I have no idea why. So you gotta I, get I a good head start I, too. I know it's in the back drive, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, well, Craig, so. uh, th- thanks for coming on. Um, you go ahead All and right, jump off, and we'll I'll see you Tuesday. Bye. Well, my locker this week, I we got a party to go to. That's why I was like, we got to start this at a certain time. I know Craig's got to drive, but um, we got a he's cooking out some brisket. We're gonna play some cornhole. Uh, it's supposed to be 103 degrees today in Texas, so I, I it's gonna be um, it's in the 50s here. It's gonna be miserable. No, it's not. Yes, dude, it is. I quit. It's like 60 something right now. I think I give up, dude. June. It started in June, and usually this don't start until August, end of July, um, August. It's been ridiculous i'm talking 105 feeling like 110 in texas and it's miserable um I, I would be in utah if the housing market we before we bought this house we just we were thinking about moving back to utah with the housing market where it wasn't where i needed it to be so we decided to stay and i love texas and i would probably miss it if i ever left again i, I already moved to utah for one year um and came back but it is it is Summertime, I can't take my kids outside, man, unless it's to the pool because it's just so hot and it's crazy. But yeah, we, it's 104 today, 103 tomorrow. Monday is Monday. We got a cold front coming in, going to be 94 and rainy. <laughs> so muggy, it's going to be fantastic. Um, we got that party to go to. I've been playing a lot more video games. Um, I was on vacation last week, so I was able not this last week, but the week before I was able to play some video games. We had the new PS PS Plus um and got a bunch of free games, so that's been fantastic. I've been really playing the, the heck out of Miles Morales. Fantastic Spider Man game. It's an awesome game. Yeah. Dude, that game is freaking awesome. I love that game. Um Ghost of Shimi, I tested that out for like five minutes the other day. It's fantastic as well so far i'm just slicing that opening sequence was like incredible dude, dude where you, yes. all of a sudden you ride out into the field and it's like what the everything's on fire you're like what in the world um slicing and dicing people man so oh yeah um fantastic we've been, we've been playing some rocket league together um but other than that i have been just busy with work um we had to put the van in the shop, so we're down a vehicle, which is always fun, you know, fun stuff. I got to go um, spend about 800 bucks to fix it, which is cheaper than I was expecting. So that's kind of a blessing. But, I, you know, we got a birthday party to go to tomorrow. We got a baptism to go to tomorrow. So this weekend's been really busy. We got that party uh, at 2 o'clock here with some brisket and some cornhole and some good time with some buddies from work. So that's been fantastic. Um, trying to think of anything else that I got. Uh, 
Um, I'm starting something up. I've uh, kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, uh, I'm going to do that on a different episode where I just come on here and just talk about that. So it's just about that. I'm starting something I, I, I want to get into. Um, that's pretty much about it, man. That's pretty much about it. Um, taking care of the kiddos and trying to survive uh, all the expensive stuff, uh, the freaking, oh, yeah. all the everything, gas prices, food prices, um, everything. But as we all struggle with that. Anyways, <laughs> um, other than that, that's about it, my man. Um, it's good to have you on. It's good to have you on. I was, I was yeah, like, be back on. Yeah, glad to be back on. Um, I know work's been busy and stuff with you, and and uh, so, and I, you didn't get much training. But, yeah, uh, that's that's the problem. But um, we need to. So going into this is the slow season of sports where it's hockey is about to be an end and it's just baseball. So I want to bring back where we um, all decide to watch a documentary or whatever, and then we can talk about it. I want to bring that back. I, I really like when we did that. Um, okay. I want to bring back, I want to start a segment of would you rather on Fridays and just kind of give you questions with all three of our opinions. Would you rather have this guy or that? Or would you rather whatever? You know what I mean? Uh, I think those are kind of fun and start up a good conversation debate on that. But um, it's time to get would creative. You rather, would you rather Rogers or Prescott? Oh, it's not even a question. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Prescott all day. No, <laughs> See, I debated on pitting the, the Prescott in my top 10, and I'm going to get some flack from Ryan if he listens. To yeah, you probably are. But um, he was either number ten or he's out of it, and I put Derek Carr in front of him. Um, I'm hoping that I'm hoping Dak Prescott listens to this and motivates him, man. That's what that was. <laughs> your list, your list will. You're he, he's really focused on it, man. Oh you know, man, I need, to, I need to. He's going to mention that in, in post game conversations. You know what? <laughs> Freaking idiot, put me out of the list. What an idiot! The outspoken <laughs> sportscast, dude. If we got the week, we got mentioned on that, it'd be, it would blow up. Um, but. All right, guys. Well, that's going to be the end of this episode. It's a long one, but that's perfectly okay. Um, look, guys, share us, tweet us, like us, comment. Uh, we are we are live every Tuesday and Friday. I know today's Saturday. We, we missed yesterday because of some things, but we always get two episodes out a week. Um, it's usually me and Craig on Tuesday, and then um, it's been me and Craig on Friday, but Jeff jumps on on Friday as well and we all have a good uh sports topic and debates and headlines and uh let us know if you want to email us at outspoken sportscast at gmail.com if you have any content you want us to talk about have any questions answers for the host if you want to live uh if you want to comment on our live stream go watch us on youtube you can comment and and watch live uh you can watch live but you can also comment and be a part of the show so um guys we, we appreciate your support and your love and we send it right back at you, the love and support. And um, God bless, guys. And let's remember to keep it outspoken. Keep it outspoken, guys. <laughs>